social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so if you have a fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your healthcare provider before going in. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! sports fans what's going on good morning afternoon evening whatever time zone you are in i'm bill murphy i am lawrence patchman lang back out in the living room today it's a very nice room by the way oh thank you you know i got my even though people can't see it um on while listening to us but i got my friend mr peanut eminem to the right of me love it love it Certainly a character pageant right there. Uh, Denny, boy, Reginald, how is it going? And welcome to episode 17 of the Sports Insanity Podcast. Uh, just, just a little bit of a rebranding, if you don't mind. You um, don't mind at all. Okay. Recently, we switched this uh, the place where we distribute our podcast. And unfortunately, because of certain regulations or policy, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, we had to change the title of each episode. So now each episodes are referred to innings. So this episode 17 is now the 17th inning. Can we call okay, it? You know what? I'm going to try that again. <laughs> I have a question, kid. Well, we... talk. I have a question. Can we call it the top of the 17th and then next week we can go into the bottom of the 17th? Or do we just go by the 17th inning? Well, I was thinking just calling this the 17th, but that's yeah. a very interesting concept. We can put this as the top of the 17th, and then later, a later segment could be the bottom of the 17th. There we go. Hey, you know, that's hey, idea. more branding. Look at that right off the bat. But, Bill, restart yourself. Okay, do we have to introduce ourselves again? or You don't have to. Just reintroduce it as... The 17th inning. And welcome to the 17th inning of the Sports Insanity Podcast. Ah, there you go. Much better. So much change is going on. Yeah, a lot of changes. Yeah, more more places where you can listen to this podcast. And we will get to that later on. Oh, boy. We, we have a lot of places. Oh my God. So, uh, we got, so we got a great show for you today, don't we, guys? Yes. As yeah. always. Because here we talk sports and do what? Go completely insane on the interwebs. Okay. So we got a lot to talk about today, guys. It's a lot, but it's kind of a short list. Yeah, it really is if you think about it. It's it's like what even though things are short, it's just like because they have a lot of death in it, so they you gotta Well things are pretty steady. Things are pretty steady. Things are going the way it's supposed to. Hey, you know you know the old you know what they say, guys. No news is good news. So right. We are talking about the Subway series getting postponed and the Porzingis ejection. We're talking about Padres player again. I keep forgetting his name. Fernando Tatis Jr. Fernando Tatis Jr. and the controversy and Ryan Howard's comments on maybe there should be a mercy rule. 
And also, we will be weighing in briefly on the Tom Brennan controversy. So, hey, we'll, we'll make it fun. We always have fun here. So, but you know what? Why are we talking about it when we can just get to it? Okay, so first one, this is for all our new, all of our fellow New Yorkers out there. And uh, for those who are outside New York, that's okay. You can still enjoy this. Um, What's there to enjoy about this? I mean, enjoy the show, not... But this topic is very hyper-local, Bill. I know, but okay, you know what? Let's just move on. Um, There's nothing to enjoy about this, okay? Look, when you hear that the Mets are doing everything right for what I've been following, the Mets have been doing everything to the T. Nothing, they've been, you know, protocols, they're wearing masks, they're socially distanced. They're doing everything possible. Okay, two members of their uh, their team gets. Okay, before we um get too much in depth into this, for those of you, uh, the Yankees met some um, Subway Series this weekend got postponed, and that's because of the the current uh, situation. Because two of the Mets have been have tested positive for COVID nineteen. So yeah, so the games this weekend. Okay, first. We're going to run through this for you. Thursday night, they announced the Friday game was postponed. But yesterday's game was going to be postponed. And we just and – we're, and we're thinking, okay, maybe they'll play Saturday and Sunday. But nope. Because I did have in the back of my mind – and guys, tell me if you agree or disagree. Um, I had in the back of my mind that there was – that they were not going to have a game. No. It, look – I don't care how many people you bring back to City Field to play the game. It was not happening. You have to stay quarantined because I don't know how many of those members of the Mets that were close to these two individuals that tested positive, you know, that, that were like within their range, you know, to get infected. But, you know, the fact that all the whole team has to quarantine, whether you're in Florida, whether you're in New York, you know, it's, it was just not possible to have this series. And that's just a shame because, like I said, the Mets have been doing very well. The Yankees have been doing very well as, uh, to, one, not have a positive case because they've had plenty of – they have a, a few of them so far on the team. Uh, the, the fact that they have not gone into the Yankee clubhouse yet is absolutely amazing. You know, and I was you know what? We just want to say good job to the, you know. I was just, I was hoping the same thing for the Mets. Yeah, but, we were hoping to, um, you know how, and you know what's the really scary part of all this? We've only been playing baseball for about a month. Yeah. You know how many games have been postponed? 36. Well, when you, when you take a lot of those Cardinals games, yes. 36 games have been postponed. Postponed or, or may not happen, and it's crazy. Because, you know, it's not just the Yankees series to be concerned about. It's also what's going to go on with the Mets' next series this week. Again, they're doing a lot of the contact tracing, the testing, and they're, they're going to see what's the case as far as, you know, Tuesday goes. Because but correct me if I'm wrong, they just played the Marlins. Right. And as we all know, Florida is a hot spot. Well, again, we don't know what the Mets were doing. Thank you, Florida. Bill, I'll leave Florida alone. 
I, I don't want to speculate that it's the state because again, that's a completely different conversation here. But what I do want to say is what in God's name were these two individuals doing that somehow they got exposed to the virus? That That's my concern because if you're doing everything possible, correct, I agree. following all the guidelines, and yet you still get the virus, that's, that's concerning. Like, like what, what else can you do? What else can you really do? So that's just sort of the weird, th- I don't know. I, I really don't know anymore because, you know, again, these two individuals could have been, you know, anywhere and they still get it. So was it just some person that had it and they touched something? This is the risk that you have when you're, you know, going to places, even if it's not a hot spot. And like when we were talking the other day, even though you said the state and the Marlins may have nothing to do with it, you said the other day when we were talking, Reg, and I'll hold you to this. You mm-hmm. said that the Marlins should get retested. Well, I mean, I hope I would hope that the Marlins, because again, we don't. Again, I don't. We don't know who these people are. They haven't been made public. But we want to obviously test as many people as possible that were around them. You know, so that's. Certainly, we, that includes the Marlins, and the Marlins have to do whatever to make sure, just to make sure. Pat, do you have anything to say on the matter? I mean, you, you look at the situation, as always, you know, series are going to get canceled because one player or staff member break has the coronavirus. And you know what? If it causes a situation where a game needs to be canceled or a series needs to be canceled, it's the right caution to go. Because in the end, it's trying to make everyone safe. And then that's the end result. Okay, we, we we don't get a subway series. Okay, I'm not I'm not that bummed out. Not because I'm not a fan of either team, but I'm looking out for the bigger picture, where is the safety of the players? Exactly. And everyone around. This this series was not going to happen. Not without knowing that all the Mets players that made it back to New York are clean and safe from the virus. We don't know that, and there's there's extensive contact tracing going on with the Mets right now. So the series was not going to happen. And, you know, I think it was the right move, no matter how many people were upset. Honestly, I don't know what's to be upset about. This is exactly what we put, put ourselves into. This is – and, like, let me tell you, if, if you're all – now I know what you're all thinking. Can this go on any further? Maybe should they cancel the season? But um, you know what? It kind of is too late to turn back because since we have a short season, we're, like, halfway through. Yeah, about so. Right right around there, for sure. But you know what? It's now also going to look, and I, I know we usually don't look this far ahead, but it's not too far ahead. How's the postseason going to look? And because the regional play, once the postseason, correct me if I'm wrong, that's going to be out the window. No, because it's, it's American League. But uh, from my understanding, MLB is trying to find a hub city for both leagues. You should have did that before. Well, I'm just saying for the postseason. It should have it did that for the regular season. I agree with you, but that's not the case. They didn't do that. You know, I thought I was going to go through one show without saying that I don't like Rob Manfred. But guess what? That is now out the door, to the cur- in the garbage can, to the curb. What else can he do? Like, look, I, I'm sure he did not ask for labor. To be up. fair, okay, I'm going to hold back my comment for now. But anyway, um, for now, Rob Manfred, you're st- don't get too comfortable. Who knows? This might be the week, like what what our what your friend Nate Moser said last week. We said, "Is this the week he's gonna like me?" 
But anyway, um, don't get too comfortable, Rob Manfred. But anyway, um, but yeah, he didn't ask for the labor dispute. Again, I've said this about a million times and I'll say it a million more. It could have been handled differently. From both sides. Absolutely. A better way of uh, having a season. You know, this whole thing, this just shows poor management. And, little, and, and, you know, I've said this again, and I'm sorry, guys, I have to sit here and reiterate all my points, all my old points here. But, and guys, I'm not just doing it because I like to hear the sound of my own voice. The thing is, and we've been saying this, the reason why this has been going so freaking bad is because... They were too busy handling the fucking labor dispute than they were trying to institute proper protocols to get this off the ground safely. But now look at the situation we're in. 36 games, folks. 36. Like this isn't just, okay, one, two, maybe five or 10 games we postponed. We're talking 36 here. And the big thing is, are they going to be able to make all these 36 games up? They should go. No, it's debatable, but we will start with Reg Patch. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna debate. I was just gonna say I don't think they just should. Well, it's gonna be hard for a team like the Cardinals because the Cardinals have many games to make up, and you know they're gonna do it with these double headers with short games. Like they're gonna be exhausted. That's gonna be a really hard thing to do. One we don't. One thing we don't know because they're they're playing outside for a lot of these games. So you know you're talking about weather wise and you know how's that how they're going to handle when it's going to rain, you know, or um, if there's another outbreak of the virus, how they're going to handle that. So you know it's it's stuff like that that can really jeopardize season. So can they make up these games? Sure can. We don't know though. And, you know, like Patchy said, it's going to be a hard thing to do, especially for a team like St. Louis, where they're going to have all these games. It's going to be ridiculous. And, Pat, you said they just shouldn't do it. It's, it's a tough situation. Yes, yes, they're playing seven innings, double headers, but you know what? Is there really a need for that? Just If you can make up the game, yes, make it up. If not, don't worry about it. To me, it's a throwaway year. They, they shouldn't be playing, in my opinion, but I say that many weeks ago. I have my opinions about I'm not going to reiterate them, but this should have been just, hey, take the year off. All these players can get an extra eight months of rest, come back in January. It's kind of funny. I was talking to my um, I was talking to my friend Marianne last night. And Marianne, if you are listening, shout out. She's a friend of mine. We went to college together. I was talking to her last night. She's a big Met fan. And she said, um, we should just say that this year it just it just doesn't count. Well, it should count. Let's be fair. It should count because, you know, look, this is a short season and they're playing all these games. So whoever wins the World Series, if there is a World Series, they're going to win and they're going to win outright. It's going to count. But, of course, you have all these, you know, questions and people are going to be like, was this a real? Of course you're going to have that because it's not a conventional season. Not just the season, Reg, nothing about this year is conventional. <laughs> and, you know, before we go on, I just want to say something about my friend who I was talking about le- talking about last night. Well, well, you know, we were talking about the podcast. I said, um, I said you should come on. So, so what's your baseball team? He goes, you know, I'm a Yankee fan. My other co-host is a Yankee fan. And my other, Patchy, this one's for you. My other co-host is a Nationals fan. And she's like, and she's a big man fan. She goes, the Yankee fans, you and your buddy I could deal with. Your National fans, I don't think I could deal with. That's a little weird because the people she shouldn't 
But you should have an issue doing with this us, Bill. We're the evil empire. We are, and we are proud of it. Oh, yeah. We are damn proud of it. By the way, the evil empire. And listen, she's actually a really, she's, a, listen, I hope I, I didn't make her sound like she's crazy. She's actually, she's a very nice, she's a very nice person. I mean, all meth fans are nice. They're all nice people. Unlike they, the, up, they just accuse they, us of being crazy. Ones. We're, we're decent people, us Yankee fans. Well, I think we're good people. Patch, he's a national fan. He's a good guy on some days. Well, I'm not talking about Patch. Patch, he's a wonderful dude. Oh, he's a great guy. You know? I think we're good people, you and I. We're, we're decent. We're decent. I yeah. haven't had anyone want to throw over to my window, so. Decent people get, they get a shitty streak like the Yankees are having right now. How about the Yankees? Getting swept by the Rays. That was just horrible. And look, I can't. You know what? I'm, a, a friend of mine's father told me, he said, and these were his exact words. He said, if there's a team you've got to look out for this year, it's the Rays. Oh, the Rays. The Rays have picked you. Have, you have to look out for the Rays for the next few years. The Rays, once again, best farm team in baseball. Best and you say that with no bias. No bias whatsoever. Just because I work for one of the minor league teams that they, um, have but no they're the best minor league teams in baseball best farm system and they will win a world series this decade if not two yeah and look tampa bay they look they have been very stellar and the way they played the yankees it's incredible i mean granted yankees have injuries and by the way another thing can we stop with these injuries this is a concerning thing you have shoulder bicep hamstring, elbow, like it's all the same. And just the way, like last week, we talked about this off air last week after we wrapped up the show when when we were talking with um, Mosier and Rifkin, when they took Aaron Judge out, they're like, oh, nothing's wrong. He's just, and then like, oh yeah, by the way, he's got stiffness in his back. So nothing's wrong. And then, oh yeah, okay. We just put him on the 10 day IL because um. You know, he's got a, what is it, a mild calf strain? But apparently he's fine. So, so um, I think he should be coming back, like, soon. He's been fine. He was, he actually tried to talk himself out of getting on the IL. He tried to tell them, don't put me on the IL. I'm fine. Let me play. I can just rest for a couple of days and get back. But no, no, no. The Yankees want to be too cautious. So they rested him for 10 days. And now, all of a sudden, he should be fine for Tuesday against the Braves. But it's like, come on already with these injuries. Like, I, I don't know. It's no coincidence that these injuries started under. When, when is LeMayu supposed to come back? Uh, soon. I mean, he had batting practice and he seemed to be fine. You know, that thumb, I mean, I don't know what that thumb looks like right now, but we hope TJ <laughs> LeMayu is okay. We hope Judge is okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no expectations for Stan. I, I think he should just stay on the IL because – no expectations for how many, times, how many times is this guy going to go on the injured list? Wait, who is this? Stanton. Get Stanton. the goblet. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry. Get, I, get the earwax out of your ears. That's a strong statement, Patchy. Them's fighting what? words. <laughs> you're, you're talking to a half-blind person here. I'm not going to say it. I am not going to say it. I am not going to say it. Well, let's go on before this gets heated. Oh, heated is fun. That, that, that's what made Boomer and Carter so... Okay, okay. You want me to say it? Do you want me to say it? Say it, Bill. You're not going to hurt my feelings. My mom yep. says worse things to me. And this is a re- reiteration of one of the greatest moments in our, in our friendship. Patchy, you better sleep with one eye open tonight. Bill, I only have one eye, so 
That was the first time we've done that in seven years. And the first time was even better because I made everyone laugh their ass off. Oh, everybody was cracking up. And um, just, just, um, just for the record, uh, I have nothing against Patchy. This is all in good fun. He has something against me, probably. No, I don't. I, I don't have don't. anything against. I have- Let's move on. All right, good idea. Let's go on. Um, okay, what were we talking about? Stanton, right? Well, I mean, I was just saying. Stanton like, gets hurt when he gets up, when, like when he has to get up from the bench. Stanton sneezes, he dislocates his nose. My folks keep saying he is like one of the biggest waste. You know what? He's like this new. He's like the new Jacoby Ellsbury in a way. I don't. I don't know. Whoa, about- whoa, whoa! Leave Jacoby alone. At least, well, first things first. At least when Stanton is playing, he does good. Ellsbury, while productive in maybe his first two years. Ever since he started getting injuries himself, Ellsbury was a non-factor, an absolute non-factor. At least Stan is a factor. He can hit. We just don't see him. I agree. That contract's going to look really bad. I'm telling you, that trade right now, you know, look, we, it is what it is. You do what you got to do, but we inherited that whole contract. That's going to look awful for the Yankees down the road. So anyway, but you know what? I, I want to just say before we move on from the Yankees, I, I want to say something on a positive note here. I think Garrett Cole's been looking good. Garrett Cole's been looking good, but I need it, I need him to go seven innings. Like, oh, absolutely, because he's I only known like what five or six innings, right? I don't want him. I want him to go. And I'm sure he's done this already, but I want him to go past the seventh inning. Like we paid him to be the ace, and so far he has acted like it. But then there's some of these games where he doesn't make it out of the fifth inning or he goes six and two thirds. Like I'm going to need, I need something better out of Garrett Cole. Like I want seven and eight. Go starting off so far, you know, he's been good. You know, early on he's better. He hit a bit of a, a rough pad nothing too rough, nothing crazy. Like I think he's still like I, the last start I thought was okay. Like he gave two runs. That's, that's two runs is nothing. Like, come on, let's be real here. But a lot of it, you just – you have to make sure that if you – because we're paying him all this money, we have to make sure that he gets – that he throws like a fucking stud. Because if he doesn't, then it's going to be – that's going to be a problem for the Yankees. But, you know, I I hope that, you know, whatever he is going through, it's nothing crazy. And maybe I'm just overreacting because, you know, I am about big contracts. Big-ass contracts. But anyway, I got to say, Voight's been hot. Boyd's been good. Uh, who else? Uh, Tyler Wade. He's been good. Poor Glaber. He's on the IL too. He's been. He was starting to heat up. Sanchez here and there, but but Sanchez. Sanchez is going to be a big problem if he if he continues to have the season he's having. Then you know I I'm going to get concerned about that. But definitely Void. Definitely Wade. Uh, who else? Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier's looking good. Gio Urshela is not a fluke. So I'm happy about that. Again, it's just how they manage the game and how they get hits. You know, that's that's basically it. You know, if you're going to lose to the Rays, lose because it's a good, you know, back and forth. Don't lose because of managerial decisions like Aaron Boone's. So, Patch, how are the Nats doing? Because this is your show, too. We don't want you just sit here and listen to us talk about the Yankees. We're well, you know, the, the Nats like to play good baseball and bad baseball. It's as simple as I like to, as simple as that is to say, it's basically me saying I really haven't been paying attention because I've been busy with work. That's well, I you know work life, but 
regardless, you know, when I get the updates on my phone, I'm happy, you know, Juan Soto, our 21-year-old stud, doing fantastic stuff right now. Granted, yes, we're 9-13, and 13, but then again, like I say, this, this season is weird. It'd be different if we were playing 100 and X amount of games, but no, we're only playing 50. But we'll say, we'll say Juan Soto looks fantastic. You know, Scherzer is Max Scherzer. The Nationals are, I mean, they're in last place. They're not, they're not playing very well. And obviously to The have, classic World Series hangover. Yeah, but, you know, just to add on to it, the Marlins are just kicking ass. I mean, I mean, they didn't kick ass against the Mets. The Mets kicked their butts. But, you know, the Marlins have been good and the Nationals have been really sucky. And a lot of that is, you know, Strasburg being injured. I mean, yeah, you know, injuries, man. That's been pretty rough. So, you know, but, you know, you just hope that they find their group because they're a good team. That's a good We're, You know, granted, we lost Rendon, another star player. Yeah, but you can make up pretty much anybody with anything. Just remember, Bryce Harper brought a World Series title back to D.C. <laughs> I still remember that day. I was sitting in. Um, I was at. I was at Maris the one day in our, our sports com office, and people go, "Oh, look what Bryce Harper said." I'm like, "Oh, that's funny. It'd be really funny if they won it all." And sure enough, so yeah. thanks, Bryce Harper. <laughs> but you know, like I say, like I agree with you, um, Reg. I hope the um, Nats find their groove. I think they will. But if not, it's it's all right. It's it, it's not going to break my little heart. Right now, the Braves are in first place. Can you, I, I, I can believe that. That's that, another team watch out for. That's more, that's more believable than the Marlins being. <laughs> see, the, the Marlins struggling right now. This is the Marlins that, I, that, I'm, that I want to see. The ones that suck. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I like, I like Miami. Miami. Miami's a good city. They deserve good. So, I'm just playing around. Crazy for new episodes of the Sports Insanity podcast every week. Now available on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's get back to it, friends. How about Chris Tats Porzingis? Uh, I actually uh, just watched it today. You know know what? One of the things that I appreciated from the Knicks when they traded him was the fact that they got draft picks out of him and that they are no longer dealing with this crackhead. But I'm actually going to defend Porzingis on this one. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. So what we're talking about is in game one, they're facing the Clippers, the Dallas Mavericks. And uh, I guess – Marcus Morris, who another former Nick, you know, for a short time, of course, um, he was, he got into, I think got into it, Luka Dantic. And of course, you know, Porzingis, who's his right-hand man, is going to take exception for that because why not? So he does whatever, gives him a little bit, that wasn't even a shove. He didn't do anything. But then he and Morris gets double technicals. 
And the reason why Porzingis got double technical is for escalating, which is just absolutely crazy. That's just the softest, softest call on a referee. And let me just tell you something about these NBA referees. The, the more I watch it, the more softer they get as time goes on. Like these referees, like you, have you seen that? You've seen highlights of basketball in the 90s. And oh my course. goodness, they would and beat the tar out of each you, other. You flip a player and you just be called for a common foul. That doesn't happen in, in the, the NBA anymore. And that's a shame because you just got to let them play. These are hard, they're hardworking. They, you know, they, everything's on the line, especially in the playoffs. And when you eject Kristaps Porzingis for something that small, it's just stupid and ridiculous. Like, this is my thing with officials. They, they, they tend to make it about them and not about the game. And that's, that's just stupid. I wanted to bring this up real quick. Um, shout out to the unicorn. Shout out to the unicorn. Shout out Mike Wider for giving this to me. Awesome. Fantastic. Did he do that to you when he was drafted, or was that, that just the thing you just wanted to show? That's the thing I just wanted to show. Okay. <laughs> good, good old Mike Wida from Student Activities, now retired, living in Florida. Um, gave, 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 gave that to me. I, I, claimed, it, I claimed it before he retired. Aww. He's always been nice to me, so I, I can't I say anything bad to him. Always. I, can't say, I cannot say anything bad about Mike Wida because he gave me a job in Student Activities. Shout out to Mike Wida, and while you're in Florida, stay safe down there. And let's go Jets. Hopefully, he still cheers for the Jets. He still does. Okay, let's go Jets. Yeah, didn't wasn't there a story about you were wearing a Jet shirt, and he said, "I like the shirt." <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that. I, there are many many times where he's seen me either wear Jet stuff, or I would, or when we would play bingo inside the dining hall, I would win. And I would get something Jets related, and he'd be like, "Yeah, Jets, let's go." Sorry, this is now the Bill Patch and Reg reminisce hour. <laughs> anyway, um, with um, Porzingis though, like I watched this morning, he he shouldn't have gotten thrown. He shouldn't have not have gotten thrown out. Well, and and it's the playoffs. Like, come on, at least let things go a little bit. If the things get chirpy, things get chirpy. Let them exactly. Play. You know, like, you know, again, it's just these referees, you know, they want to or they purposely just do shit just to make a name out of themselves. They want to be trending on Twitter and stuff. It's just stupid. Like that game should have never been about that, but it became about it. And, you know, it, that's just the one thing that I hate about sports sometimes is that the officials, like we see in many examples, we've seen it with, um, in the NFL, many, many times in the NFL, where there's these controversial calls. We saw it in tennis a couple of years ago with Serena Williams in the U.S. Open when, you know, she was charged with so many, what, penalties or whatever the fuck they're called. And, you know, the, instead of the whole thing being about how this young lady from Japan won the U.S. Open, no, 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 we made it about Serena versus the, the tennis umpire. Like, come on already. It's so dumb. These officials got to learn to just let people play. Let them play it out. No, I can totally agree with you on this one. I think this is um, – I I think, again, the refs just want to get trended on Twitter. They're being freaking ridiculous. 
Yeah, everyone's going to know the name of this person afterwards, and that shouldn't be the case. Shouldn't be the case. So dumb. And we're, there's so many exciting things going on in the playoffs. The Raptors are up 3-0 against the Brooklyn Nets. That's exciting. Boston's up 3-0 against Sixers. That's exciting. Looks like we could be seeing some sweeps soon because we know, okay, nine times out of ten, we all know what the one time is, so we're not going to get into what that one time was. But nine times out of ten, when a team, when a team is up three games to none, nine times out of ten, they win. And we all know what the one time was, so we're not going to discuss it. Red Sox beat the Yankees and won the yes, World Series. We know. Best 30 for 30 ever. <laughs> Lenny Clark's annoying as hell. That's not just because he's a, you know what, this is not the Bill rant about Lenny Clark hour. I can do that at any time. If, if copyright wasn't an issue right now, I would just blast Tessie right now and not care and just to piss you off. <laughs> God, you really want to piss me off today, Patch, don't you? That's my goal every week, Bill. And I was in such a good mood today, too. I, and I still am. Don't ruin my good mood. Does good mood sound, sound like a money budget money baby? Go, 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 go. Does, does, does a good mood sound like that, Bill? Wait, I, well, do, do I really sound like that? I do. I have no idea what's going on here. I have no idea what's going on here. There's an echo in here. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, uh. NBA's are hitting up and um. I got to say, and uh, we weren't really going to talk about this today because the series changed, but the Lakers Trailblazer series tied at one. That's going to be a very interesting series. I mean, because everybody on Wednesday, everybody like Wednesday morning, I was watching Stephen A. Smith and some others were like, oh, they're done. The Lakers are done. Oh, the Lakers? With LeBron, are you kidding me? I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, it's, it's after game one. If you're down one game to none, you know, you're like, okay, first game. When you get down two games to none, then you start saying, okay, they're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, look, the Lakers are never, especially with this team, a team that has dominated pretty much all year. Obviously, in the bubble, they've been iffy, and that's fine. But to say that they were done after one game losing to the Blazers, and look, the Blazers are no joke, but to say that, you know, the Lakers have no chance in the series. Like, what are you talking about here? Like, are we, are, are we watching the same NBA? Like, come on. That's just, that's just dumb. I'm sorry. But, but you know what? I'm going to say this, though. If the Lakers were down two games to none, though, we'd be having a completely different conversation today. Of course we'd be having a different conversation. We'd be talking about how the Blazers are better than we thought. And, of course, I thought the Blazers were going to make it a series anyway. But we were like, uh, we were oh, having, be like, now you have to be concerned in LA. Uh, now, we were having our pre show. One LA team. One LA team doesn't have to be concerned. That's the Clippers. The Clippers are. Oh, yeah. They've been, they've been rocking. Yeah. But the Lakers, imagine they were down 2 0. And thankfully they're not. But imagine that would have been a problem. Huge problem. Because Thursday night when we were having our planning meeting, saying, huh, if the the Blazers go up two games to none. We may have to have this conversation on. And, lo- and luckily, and luckily for them, that's not the case. You know, obviously. So congratulations, to- LeBron. We don't have to have that conversation today. No, yeah, we can talk about how Damian Lillard uh, dislocated his finger. And- <laughs> you do that. 
<laughs> so. Nobody show me videos on how you do that because I'm a little squeamish when it comes to that. And of course, we're talking about the other team, the Clippers in LA, and how they're up and their opponent, Dallas. They're going to have major issues because Luka Doncic, the the man that was involved in that uh, in that skirmish with uh, Porzingis and Marcus Morris, uh, and obviously their best player on that team, he injured his ankle. But it's not it's not his, it's not the it, it, apparently he's fine though. That's what he says, but. You can't guarantee that, and they're going to need him badly against a team like the Clippers, who are just like you said, Bill, rocking and rolling. You know, having someone like Luca is big for Dallas. So let's hope he's okay because I don't like the Clippers. That's going on with the NBA playoffs. We're going to go back to the ballpark for a moment. You want to take this, uh, San Diego? Because I keep forgetting the guy's name, and I feel awful about it. Fernando Tatis Jr. He had a grand slam this week. Mm-hmm. And there's some controversy. Right. And please explain the controversy, Reg. I mean, it's a very – the controversy is this. So, for people that don't play baseball, the way it usually works is – if you're up by a certain amount of runs and a certain, at a certain point in the game, they tell you out of respect of the game, coaches tell you, and people in the dugout who have experience playing whatever, they tell you, slowly roll just a tad bit. You know, if it's a 3-0 uh, pitch, take a pitch. If you have a chance to steal second base, don't steal second base. Stay on first base. Don't steal third base. You know, don't do anything to disrespect the game and, and show off the other team. That's what they tell you. Well, Fernando Tatis Jr. decided not to do that. You know what he decided to do? On a 3 with his team up by seven runs in the eighth inning, I believe it's the eighth inning, on the, they were up by seven runs late in the game. He decides with the bases loaded, 3-0 count, he decides to hit – a cookie to deep right center field for a grand slam home run. And Chris Woodward, the manager of the Rangers, he was furious. Jace Singler, the manager of the Padres, he was upset about it too. Padres GM was upset about it. Some of the, so the Rangers players were certainly like, hey, yo, what the fuck's going on here? Why is he swinging 3-0 and hitting a grand slam? Is he, ter- is he trying to run up the score? Well, here's the deal about this. I don't want to hear this thing anymore where there's this unwritten rule of don't do anything because you're up by this amount of runs. No, 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 no. Look, your job is to get the batter out. The the batter's job isn't to make you feel better about yourself because you're – Exactly. The batter's job is to hit the ball, and your job is to get the runner out. And if you can't do that, then just deal with it. Your team sucks. How about just don't suck? Just don't suck. Just don't suck. I'm making T-shirts that say that. Just don't suck. Yeah, no, look. I mean, look, that's good life advice, though. Just don't suck. Well, look, I, in, if you're in Little League or, you know, something before that, fine. Maybe in high school. College, I'll start to question. Once you become a professional, they have jobs to do. They have families to feed here. 
So when you are a player and your job is to hit the damn ball or your job is to pitch, that's what you're going to do. You're going to be more competitive because there's more incentives to it. So you can't just tell people, oh, you're up by 90 runs in the seventh inning. Please don't swing to make it 94 runs. Like, come on, stop it already. What? This is the thing that's, that sets baseball back so much, especially with the younger generation, is that there's nothing exciting about the sport. Fernando Tatis Jr. is one of the most exciting players in the sport right now. Look what he did. He had grand slams. He, he just become, I don't know, if, uh, I haven't been tracking his stats this week, but upon hitting that home run, he became the league leader in home runs. And he did it in the most exciting fashion, and he's a very upbeat player. He is everything about excitement in baseball right now. So when you're telling someone who is a future of baseball, hey, no, no, don't, don't do this because it's not appropriate for the sport. Stop it. It's okay to swing at 3-0 or 3-3, sorry, 3-1 or 3-2, but it's not okay to swing at 3-0. I still find it funny. The Rangers are bitching about him swinging on 3-0, but then again, yet years ago, they beat the Orioles 30-3. to Yeah. That's so, so are you in a conundrum right there? I think so. So shut your mouth and play the game. But you Reg- know what? It's like, okay. And you know what? This I told – okay, I'm sorry. You, you go first, Reg. I'm sorry. I think the Rangers were a much different team at the time. Different people were running the team and stuff. But still, that's a good point. It's like, wait a second. There was one time where many teams did run up the score, 30 to 3. Bill, you've seen this, 22 to 4 against the Indians. Remember that? The Indians roughed it up. Oh, a few years earlier than that, 22 to nothing. The the Nats beat up the Mets a couple years ago. Like, run up the score. It's all bullshit. It's ridiculous. Go ahead, Bill. I know you wanted to say something. Yeah, I do want to say something. Okay, and something I'm about to bring up. I remember you guys were a little skeptical about this, but guess what? This ties in. This ties in. I. This ties in. Whatever you have. All right, Bill, calm down a little bit. I'm sorry. I got a little. I got a little excited, like a golden retriever here. And to those of you who have go to any of our listeners who have golden retrievers, please send me pictures. I'd like to see them. Anyway, Ryan Howard, who used to play for the Phillies. He, in response to the um, Padres Rangers with with the home run or with the Grand Slam, he is proposing to get ready because this is a crock full of shit. Mm-hmm. A 10-run mercy rule in Major League Baseball. Now let us all take a moment and think about how ridiculous that is, shall we? I could see it for this year. Well, but going forward, yeah. Going forward... The thing with the mercy rule, because look, we have to understand is this is not a little league. This exactly. Not, Took the words right out of my mouth. This is, this is professional ball. If we have a mercy rule, then you know, it's just going to – to me, that's terrible for the game. First things first, do you know how easy it is to score seven runs? How easy is it to score seven runs? Very easy, especially in today's game. Uh, the Nats, Patchy's team, they were losing to the Mets by by you know certain amount of runs, and they scored seven in one inning. They won the game. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's possible to happen. Padres were down by seven runs. They won the game too. It happens. 
you can score all those runs, get them back. So I don't know. It's to, to me, it's it's a, it's just a silly mindset. We got to get out of it, okay? Uh, and it's as far as the mercy rule for this year, a mercy rule would have been okay, just to shorten the, the games and you know. I could see that. Just for you know, cause of course, you know, with COVID concerns, you know that that's certainly something that you should think about. They probably won shorter games anyway. Moving forward, just to shorten the game. Are you kidding me? No, 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 no. The mercy rules suck. They're stupid. I didn't even I didn't even like a mercy rule when I was playing little. I wanted to keep playing. I don't want to stop because we're up by ten runs. Get out of here. No, no. Play the full game like men, and you know, deal with it. If you can play, you can play. If you can't, you can't. That's on you. It's not on the other. It's not on uh, the players trying to play competitively. It's on you for not being competitive enough. Yeah, speaking of not competitive enough, this has nothing to do with the mercy rule. But um, I just thought of this guy, so I apologize for thinking of something completely random. Yeah. But um, has anyone ever seen the movie Parental Guidance? No. No. Consider yourselves lucky. It's a terrible movie. But anyway, um, thank you. <laughs> this has been my film review. You're welcome. Um, there's a um, it has a Billy Crystal, Marissa Tomei, and Ben Midler in it. Um, there's a scene. Okay, quick synopsis: Billy Crystal and Ben Midler go babysit their grandkids, whose parents are Marissa Tomei, and I don't know the guy who plays the husband. And they're t- like the new generation. So Billy Crystal, and Marissa Tomei are at Marissa Tomei's son's little league game, and he's pitching. And he throws three strikes, and he thinks, hey, you struck him out. He goes, wait a minute, why is the kid still in the batter's box? And then he goes to the umpire, and Marissa Tomei goes, this is my father. He's new. He goes, yeah, uh, there's no strikeouts. He goes, well, how do you keep score? He goes, we don't keep score. Is that going to be next? No. <laughs> Let's hope not. Why would that be next? That's a joke. It was a joke. It's a terrible joke. I know. That's why I'm a sports podcaster and not a comedian. <laughs> and you know what? Reason why I wouldn't be a stand-up comedian, I'm scared of heckling. But guess what? Here, you can heckle me in your own house, and I won't even know about it. Okay. So yeah. see, everybody wins. You're the Padres man. And you decide to throw your best player under the bus by saying that you should have been more respectful and taken the pitch. Because apparently it was a take sign, and he missed it. Uh, but it's like... You should be defending Fernando Tatis Jr. You shouldn't be um, saying, well, no, no, I, I have to side with the rest of baseball because it's the right thing to do for you. No, you side with your best player and say, hey, look, he found a good pitch to hit, and you know what? He had a grand slam, and our lead was extended. That's a good thing. So uh, it, it, the whole – issue it's it's a non-controversy it's dumb and the fact that people want to live in you know ancient times and they they don't want to grow like every other sport is doing it's this is why baseball set back with the young people and you know what as long as they have these unwritten rules and old mindsets on how to approach the game that's how it's going to be but like here's here's the thing I'm against un- unwritten rules are not that important. You know why? Because they're unwritten. But, yeah, that, that's ridiculous. They're, they're making a non-issue into an issue. 
Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services AdoptUSKids and the Ad Council I remember you said you wanted to talk about this the other night, but um, I totally forgot about this in the rundown, and I apologize to my cohorts and to our listeners. Um, The Islanders have been hot. Yeah, the Islanders, uh, they just eliminated. They think they're playing the Capitals, right? Yes. Let me tell you something. That's good for Long Island and the NHL. The NHL needs the Islanders to be successful. Those four straight Stanley Cups were nothing. They were they they weren't for nothing. I meant I meant to say it. I'm sorry, but you know that, that I'm telling you, man. Those are the Islanders are a great team. They're playing very well. They are all in. You can tell those players are fiery. They're they're such. It's such a good thing to watch right now. It really is. Yeah. Hopefully they bring it for New York. Yeah, I really hope so too. New York needs it. They need a Stanley Cup. Let's get it. Okay, so uh, we're going to, before we wrap up, there is a story that we want to talk about. Um, it happened a few days ago, and this really hit the news because it happened on camera. Um, Tom Brenneman, he is a broadcaster for, or was a broadcaster for Fox Sports until, um, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, Sometime earlier in the week. Yeah. What day is it? I don't even know what day it is anymore. Um, anyway. You should be watching Andrew Cuomo. He gives updates on the days. You know, right? It's the 267th day of March, okay? Oh, and by the way, it's Saturday. I knew that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Tom Brenneman, he was, um, uh, I don't know if he's fired yet. No, right he, now, he's right suspended now, by the Reds right now. Yeah, right now, Fox Sports, he works for Fox Sports Ohio for the Reds. Yeah, but I know they, they bumped him off from Fox NFL. They bumped him off of the NFL coverage, and all that is stemming from his comments. It was He had said an anti-gay slur or reference. I, I don't know how to say it. but He, he, said, a, he said an anti-gay slur. And um, out of respect for our listeners who may be part of the LGBT community, we are not going to repeat it. Yeah, absolutely not. That's something nobody should ever, never, ever. You know, obviously what you do on your own time is up to you, but, you know, never, ever should anyone use whatever Tom Brenneman used. And uh, obviously it was a huge mistake. He did apologize for it on air before he turned over the broadcast to his broadcast partner. I got to say, it was a nice apology, but it's kind of weird. Like he's sitting there, he's sitting there trying to apologize. and He's trying to do that and call the game at the same time. I mean, but it's a good apology, but is it believable? Uh, you know what? I never thought of it that way because I'm going to let you finish and then I'll chime in. And then, Patch, I bet you have something to say on the matter. Yeah, all I have to say about that is when you apologize for something, you have to make sure that, you know, the apology is sincere. You know, when you say something like, this is not the type of person I am, but then on air, 
that's what you said. Like, you know, you can't just hide yourself with that. And I think we lost Patchy. But um, you can't hide yourself from that. You really can't. If you're going to send out an apology, say, you, say you're sorry, you know, but to, to say that you, this is not who you are, is it not who you are? You were on air for a few seconds and you were talking about that. That's what, those are your words coming out of your mouth on, under your own time. And here's what I have to say to that. Um, okay, I just want a little disclaimer here. I do not condone what he said. I think what he said was absolutely disgusting. And it probably should never have been said. And he probably knows that too. But do you think, wait, so was he, I'm hearing he was fired. Is that true? Or he just got bumped off? I don't think he was fired. I have not seen anything about him being fired. I've seen him. Okay, he's been suspended. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's been suspended. Okay, he's been suspended, but he will not be calling any NFL games for the year. Yeah, and um, he's not calling Reds games anytime soon because he's the local broadcaster for the Reds. But um, no, honestly, Reggie, you think he should get fired? I think a, a suspension for now. I think suspending him for a big amount of time, I think, is necessary. Firing him, I don't know if that's necessary. Okay, look, our culture in today's world is so invested in canceling people, just like that. And... You know, we have to sort of learn to see the person for who they are. And, you know, if they make a mistake, they make a mistake. It it happens. Like, Bill, you've made mistakes. Look, I have – there is so many – Bill, you may may not believe this, but I pissed so many people off in my lifetime. You? Yeah, man. Believe it or not. Granted, granted I didn't kill anybody or said anything that's – you know, would absolutely be make me ousted out of society. Like I'm still here and people still like me, but I've said things that piss people off all the time. I do that all the time. Oh, I've said things that piss people off too. And you were a witness to one of them, but anyway. Um... Yeah, but look, you, what you have to understand is people always do stuff that is going to be very unpleasant. When you make that mistake, you have to one, better your life, learn from it. And to understand why what you did was wrong. Like, if you make a mistake and get punished for it, don't make a mistake and get punished for it. Serve your punishment, come back and be like, I'm good. No, what during the time when you're punished, what did you do to better your life? What did you Absolutely. do? Absolutely. Like, take Michael Vick, for example. I know that that's, like, on the totally different side of the spectrum, but hear me out for a second, folks. Hear me out. Okay, what he did was far more extreme than what Tom Brennerman did. He was actually training dogs to kill each other, and I think that was disgusting because I absolutely love dogs. But anyway, um, but, you know, when he got out, he was testifying to Congress about se- severe penalties for animal cruelty and was talking to kids about not to get involved in dog fighting. So I think when you do something like that, then, okay, Michael Vick, we forgive you. Yeah, if you actually true. show, hey, I want to make my life better, it's not because there are some people out there when they get in trouble and they re-enter society, they go, oh, everyone's just going to welcome me back with open arms. Yeah. If you expected to be welcomed back, that shows you haven't changed. Exactly. And you, you have to. You have to earn us back. You have to earn our welcome back. Exactly. You have to Patchy's make back. Hey. Hashtag internet problems. Hashtag internet problems. God, we thought you, we thought you left because you didn't like us. <laughs> Um, no, not yet. 
But but ultimately, we're, we're so quick to cancel people. It's crazy. Like, here's, but here's what I got to say about Brennerman, though. He, he messed up. Oh, absolutely. Time. I do not condone the use of that word. I, I have... And, and he, he even said in the, in the apology himself, he doesn't even know if he's going to broadcast another game anymore because of it. He's like, yeah, I know I'm in trouble. I know I'm in trouble, and I know that I'm probably no longer going to broadcast a Reds game. I'm probably no longer going to broadcast a game for Fox. I may not broadcast anywhere. He knows that, too. He knows he's done fucked up. But, you know... But you know, if he admits... But you know what? That part when he says, I, I might not broadcast a game again, is that showing... He, but that could be taken in one of two ways. It could be taken of either, yeah, I'm genuinely sorry. I really didn't mess. I really messed up now. Or, oh, I'm not sorry I said it. I'm just sorry I got caught. Well, that's another thing. That's what keeps on. Some people, when they do shit like this, they're not sorry for what they said. They're sorry they got caught. Well, that's what Keyshawn Johnson from ESPN, that's what he was saying, is that when people get caught doing something, and they're, then all of a sudden their, their careers are now on the line because of it. That's, you know, when they're like, oh, my God, then they start worrying and start apologizing and all that stuff. So that could, that could again, that could be the case. But we won't know until, let's say, he starts a punishment and is able to come back to Fox and able to broadcast baseball and football again. Patch, what, what do you think? You know what? He made an honest mistake of choice of words. Granted, you should always – granted, you're an on-air person. You should always be aware from uh, – you know, I'll, I'll use this – I'll use family news, and they lost the satellite feed to um, Quahog. You know, oh, they're saying things they shouldn't have. Yeah, we're still alive in Boston. You should always be aware of your surroundings. You're showing if you're live or not to your headset and hey, we're live. You should be not, no bad words. Or, but yeah. like, here, here's the thing though, and, and you know, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. If he said what he said, or what, about what he said, if we're saying, okay, it was maybe an honest mistake, but if he says something like that, you're thinking, okay, does he say that? Is he like that outside the booth? That's what I'm saying. Like, is is this the Tom Brennan we actually know? Is he the person that talks about these people this way? And listen, from what I've seen, and like, listen, I'm kind of stuck in the middle. I'm not saying, okay, let's form an angry mob and go to his house, but I'm not, okay, let's just let him fly. I'm I'm stuck in that weird place right now where, okay, maybe it was an honest mistake. Maybe he didn't mean it. And maybe he's not homophobic. From what he saw, his apology, if you, if I watched, if, if I knew nothing about this guy, I said, okay, you know what? He kind of did sound sincere. But on the other hand, you're thinking, dude, you said a gay slur on national, well, not national TV, but. Local TV. You said a gay slur on television. And, and even though it wasn't on national TV, word spreads like wildfire, man. Like, you, know? you Oh, this is going to be on ESPN, Fox Sports, every sports network. You know it's going to be on, like, every sports network in within, like, an hour. So, but anyway, like I said, um, I think we should just wait and see what happens. Um, Patch, I forgot to ask you, do you think he should be fired, suspended, or? Suspended. Suspended. Suspend him and send him to therapy. 
Yeah, I, I think suspending him and punishing him, and hopefully him being educated, whether it's from the gay community or whether it's from, you know, other uh, ways where he can genuinely learn about what he said, why it's bad, and why we need to be more accepting of the world. But like, like I said, you hopefully they do talk to him. And like, and like I said, it kind of raises a red flag. Like if he says that in the booth, is this what he's like outside the booth? We don't know. And that's, that's the only thing that's, that's strange is, you know, but we hope obviously, you know, first of all, as a member, as a member of the media, I hope that Tom Renneman comes back because he, he's a legendary broadcaster. So, you know, I hope that he finds his way, gets back on his feet and, you know, was able to learn from his mistake and, you know, be better than ever because that's what people have to be. We have like to be. what I said, if you want to come back, at least better yourself and say what I did was wrong. I learned why it was wrong. I've accepted it. And I hope you find it in your heart to forgive me. Not the, oh, I'm back. You should all welcome me back with open arms. Because again, that shows you don't learn anything. Well, that's what happened with him. And we're going to have to see what happens. You know, like for now, he's suspended. But, you know, is Fox Sports going to say, you know what? I really think that's what I have a feeling that's going to happen. I think he's going to get fired. And you know what? I'm sorry. This is the end of his career. I hope it isn't. But that, that with today's <laughs> culture, that's probably the case. It sucks. He is not going to have if he if Fox Sports ends up firing him, he is not going to have another broadcasting job. ESPN's not going to hire him. NBC, CBS Sports, they're not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. So I think we just got to see what happens. And Fox Sports, I think, does have a big decision to make right now. Okay, guys, so uh, anything else or is that it for today? Well, we touched on what we needed to touch on. So uh, for those of you listening later on, this is breaking as we speak. Oh, shoot. Steven Strasburg is on the 60-day IL, which means he's done for the season. Oh boy, what's the um? What's the exact injury? Carpal tunnel syndrome. Ooh, well, that that is a blow to the Nationals. I'll tell you that much. We'll keep our eyes on that. Hopefully, you know he rehabs and maybe in twenty twenty one because right now it's looking like a lost season for the Nationals. World Series hangover. I don't know. I like that phrase for some weird reason now. I have- uh, obsession with words but anyway um we're gonna have our fantasy draft next week live i think that's the plan that's um, tentative it's gonna be live via youtube we don't know if that's gonna make it as a episode of the podcast so i don't know if we're gonna just do an episode we don't we're gonna talk about that later that, that we sort of have to work it out i mean obviously we can put we can make an audio version of it but you know as my very dear friend jim says Man makes plans, God laughs. Right. Okay. Um, next week, we may do, you know, tentatively, we'll, we're going to do our fantasy draft next week. But if we can't do our draft, we may just, when it comes to the regular show, we may just record it sometime during the week. We, we don't know. We're going to have to talk well, about that well, off well, right, now, right now, we're focused on the draft. So we don't know if that's going to come out as an episode or if we're going to do an extra innings thing. I don't know what we're going to do. Okay, All but is, we'll keep you posted. Draft, it's going to be live right now. It's via YouTube. We're going to have some friends of ours join us. Absolutely. We're, you're going to see our video of our faces again. We haven't done 
We haven't done a video in a long time uh, because of, again, connectivity issues with Zoom. And um, a lot of that downloading videos is just a pain in the neck doing that. So, um, so we may be doing less video stuff, but we do have like some plans for videos in the future. Oh, absolutely. Like I mean, we, we actually have an, okay, this is a tentative idea, but we're actually thinking about this year doing like Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night football watch parties. Exactly. And that will be live for sure. If you guys want to, you know, come watch a game with us. Oh yeah. That's going to be fun. We're going to, all this stuff's going to be figured out off camera. So yeah. we'll keep you posted. Um, and we will take it from there. Absolutely. So now, and um, uh, exciting news, like I said uh, earlier in the podcast, we are on many other other platforms. So uh, we just changed partners. We're now on Anchor.fm. And, we're uh, no longer on Podbean, by the way. We're not on Podbean anymore. Uh, we are on Anchor.fm. That's our main distributor. And uh, we are, we're thrilled to be with them. And, you know, obviously many other platforms, iHeart, Radio.com now. That's that's something that I didn't realize. Um, Google. We're still trying to work out Google because when when changing, Google is slowly starting to make the changes. So that will be there soon. And uh, of course, um, you know, Apple, Spotify, many others, many others. So we're we're thrilled. And Patchy's back in here, so he can properly say his goodbye. That's good. Hey, made it back. <laughs> okay, so we just told them that uh, next week we will be doing um, our draft. Is that correct? That's the yes. time. Yes, sir. Next, the draft will be our show next week. Okay. We'll stream it on. We'll co-stream on YouTube, and we'll be bringing back some old friends like old ops guy, old ops guy, Sir Eric Franklin Ford. And an original host in Ross Mason will be making an appearance. Oh, I got him. And, uh, and also my brother, Danny Murphy, will be joining us too. Or and, might- I, and also I'm working on our eighth team. I'm contacting a friend to see if he would like to be a part of it. He's a big fantasy guy. And maybe I'll see I'll reach out to a friend of mine, see if he wants to come too. Well, that would be too many teams because then I got to find a 10th person. Yeah, then that gets annoying. Yeah. Bill, if we if we end up doing ten teams, we'll be here till four o'clock doing this show, and Reg will be late to work. You know, we just want to ask you real quick, Patch, and your internet shit the bed. Um, what do you think about Strasburg being out for the year? It sucks, but it's baseball. I'll get over it. Okay, everyone. Um, like I said, follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us, like us on on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our website www.sportsinsanitypodcast.com. The Sports Insanity Podcast.com. The Sports Insanity Podcast.com. Thank you, Patchy. Um, YouTube, like, come, subscribe, hit that bell. I'm Bill Murphy. Lawrence Patchman Lang. Danny Boy Reginald. We will talk to you soon. We will see you next week, guys. Thanks for listening. This has been Sports Insanity Podcast, the 17th inning. Yeah, Bill, let's go. Let's get it. Read about our history. Get to know us a little more with our weekly Insanity blogs. There will be links to all of our episodes. You can even become a guest on our show. Just log on today. The SportsInsanityPodcast.com